Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. All right, welcome back to All Talk with Hello Sport, coming to you on SEN. Joining us today for episode number two is one of the funniest men in the rugby league media world. He's also a co-host of The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. He's also on Thursday and Sunday night with Matty Johns on Fox League. Former Roosters player, South player, Wigan Warriors player, the great, the powerful Brian Fletcher. Thank you very much for joining us. How are you? My pleasure, boys. They're great and powerful. I sound well, like a wizard. I mean, yeah, well, you are a great and powerful sort of <laughs> operator, mate. You know? Yeah, Nass. No, you don't obviously see much of my stuff. But thank you, boys. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for the intro. Well, but you, you talk about some of your stuff. You are quite a media personality. Well, you are a real media personality these days. Was that always something for you post-career that you, that you wanted to do or saw on the cards? Nope. Or was it... Nope, definitely there was a period not. almost after your career where you weren't. But you, I remember when you played, you were always like, you were always funny and you were always a guy that the media seemed to at least like come to for, you know, a, a one-liner yeah. or something funny here or there. A lot of my mates cannot believe that I get paid for what I'm doing when I was doing it for nothing. Gus yeah. Gould, uh, for example, he goes, I've never met anyone who gets paid for being themselves. Yeah. And I just went, thank you very much, Gus. Um, no, so what had happened was I came home from England after I went and played for Wigan, the mighty Wigan Warriors, and... Was setting, or I did. I set up a cleaning company with a good mate of mine just around the corner, actually. Our offices were. Is that still going, the cleaning no, company? No, I got out. I got out just before COVID. Um, good timing. Good timing. Good timing. Because we did a lot of hospitalities, obviously. Yeah, uh, the yeah, arse yeah, fell yeah. out of that. Did you have a bit of a premonition, did you? No, I didn't. I didn't. My mate, uh, my good mate, he, he just, and I was doing a lot of the media sort of stuff, and it was just getting a little bit too hard. Yeah. So he just offered, he just said, mate, would you be willing to. Uh, would you contemplate getting paid out and we'll pay out? I said, yes, yeah, sweet. So we worked out a deal. Anyway, but the the getting back to the media, so it was the centenary year of the Roosters. So that must have been 2009. They had like a centenary what, dinner. Eight would it be? Eight. eight. It's but I think it was the year after. Oh, okay. They did some sort of bodgy stuff. Chook's doing bodgy stuff. Yeah, no, shock horror. No, that, that doesn't happen. And um, I got up on stage. Vossi was the MC, and I told a story, whether or not it was true or not, probably not. A lot of my stories aren't true. The next in the audience was a bloke called Gary Burns, who Burns, he was at, the, at nine, obviously, the footy show. He started the footy show. Then he moved to Fox. And that night, I got a missed call from a number I didn't know, and on the answering machine was Fletch, it's Burnsy. And all, I could hear all, like, um, he must have been in the pokies room because I could hear all the <laughs> sounds. Flash, Joe Burnsy, give me a talk. Uh, give me a call. So I didn't get the message the next day. Rang him and said, "Oh, Burnsy, it's it's Brian Fletcher." And he goes, "Who?" I said, "Oh, it's Brian Fletcher. You rang me last night." He went, "Did I?" I went, "Oh yeah." And uh, have I? This did you make, well. maybe make a make? Did you maybe make a mistake? And he goes, "Yeah, he knew. Like he must have because he must have been Shinder's list." And I said, um, "You did call me last night at twelve o'clock." And he goes, "Ah, oh, I was probably at the. F- it's probably at the Royal. I was." F- 
blind. Anyway, come into Fox. So they came into Fox to have a meeting and he didn't have a, a position for me. He just obviously liked the story I told. Yeah, yeah. So then he put me with Shervo and we did Super Saturdays <laughs> with Shervo, which was the straightest <laughs> straightest job you could have. At There was no comedy in that as all. It was me and Shervo. And Analysis, it, Super Saturdays. Analysis, and I had no, and I had to wear a suit. I hadn't wear a suit since I had to go to court. And I was sitting there with Sherva. Sherva had no idea about rugby league either. You know, oh, this to start Super Saturday. This. This, this was it. This, this was, was Super Saturday kicking this off. This was right? Super yeah. Saturday before Super Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Sherva. Yeah. So it's gone downhill since you I, two, hasn't oh, exactly. it? Exactly. Okay. So we, off a cliff. we had um, then. Sorry. So I did that for nearly a full year. And it wasn't until – and Maddie's show had kicked off that time and it was Maddie, Gordon and Hindy and something happened like I think Hindy was crook or Gordon was crook or something happened. So I did the last two shows of Maddie's in 2013, maybe 14. And then they said, right, you're off this. You're off Super Saturday with Shervo. <laughs> And you know we had a, we had a bit of fun, and that's, yeah, that's where it where all kicked that. off. Yeah. When you're with, when you're doing the straight stuff with Shervo, are you feeling uncomfortable a lot super, of the time? Because and it was super uncomfortable on Super Saturday. Well, the it's a reason, long day as well. It is a long day. Well, yeah. no, because this was only I only had to do just pre to the, to the one game, so there wasn't we could knock off after the five thirty game. Oh, okay. So it doesn't go on like now. Yeah. It's days and days. But um, Shervo, that was his first year, so he was quite nervous about doing it and so I'd say a joke hoping to get some sort of you know hit back but nothing so it was yes yes <laughs> so I was looking for something you know you know like in comedy a little bit of banter yeah back and, and I would say something and then Shervo was too busy which is fair enough getting something from from the, the producer saying you got to go on ad so there's a lot of awkward silences and I came up with that my own segment I had Fletcher's focus which is where we focus on someone and that lasted a week so it was it was um it was quite awkward TV. Yeah. If you just join us, this is Eddie and my co-host is Tom. And this is All Talk with Hello Sport. Currently sitting down with the great and the powerful Brian Fletcher. So how does it? How did it start with, with you and Hindy? Was that something that sort of developed over time? Or were you always good mates? Like, do you go out and get on the piss together and tell jokes? Or is this like a media relationship? No, now we do. But yeah. before, I'd played with him, played against him. But definitely, definitely didn't, wouldn't have gone out for a beer with him, but so that's the next year. So after those last two episodes of Maddie's, the next year they employed the professor, James Rochford. Mm -hmm. He was at the footy show. Gary Burns brought him over for the start of, I don't know, it was 14 or 15. So he was a producer to start with the professor? Or always a producer. Always a producer. So he did Bo, Bo, Bo Knows. Knows yeah. He did all that. He was a stand-up comedian, very, very funny bloke, super smart, like a really smart dude. And he came up with the idea, said, well, Hindy at the time had three boys, Fletcher got three girls. Fletcher from the east. You're from the west, Nathan. Nathan's a pessimist. I'm a bit of an optimist. <laughs> so everything everything aligned, and he came up with that idea. First, it was just challenges, and then it evolved into the segments that we've come up with. Is he still a producer? No, that? he's moved on. Yeah, right. But he's got some big things in the pipeline. So okay. watch out. Bloody oath. Watch out. Watch out. How involved are you creatively in the in the skits? So. The producer would come up with an idea. We're at, at the moment, we've got Benny Hogarth, who's our producer, and we will write a script out. We'll talk about it, and then he'll write it out. But a lot of it is ad-lib, you know, like yeah. you'll come in to the show, or come in for the shoot, and we might be going here, but then we can see something will take us down here, and then we'll go, right, let's work on that. Mm. So we've got, a, we've got a plan, 
and then we can just add to it or take it away. Mm. You have you always been a funny guy? Well, I'm assuming you've always been a funny guy. Like, what's your what's your family upbringing like? You got funny parents, or has it been well, like no, a valued so commodity in no, your household? I'm one of seven. I'm one of seven, so Where do you good come Catholic. In the... I'm the baby. Oh, okay. So between me and my older sisters, thirteen years. So my dad passed away when I was seven or six. Right. You know, so mum never remarried, being an Irish Catholic. Mm. And so I sometimes think people ask me this, where do you get your humour from? And maybe it's just because, you know, you had seven kids at the time growing up in a two bedroom joint in, in Bondi. Maybe you had to cover that. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't really know. But a way to get noticed, even. Yeah, like but I remember. Chaos. I do remember the older boys watching like Animal House and and I wasn't sort of because I'm set, oh, I was the youngest I was just left to my own devices so I, I remember I could hear the my elder brothers w- watching um you know Caddyshack came a little bit yeah. later but then um obviously the 12th man tapes yeah. came along and they were and I'd never heard anything like that swearing on tapes and everyone I just distinctly remember sitting around and listening to the swearing I was about 10 going this is f- Outstanding, <laughs> and no one, you know, everyone was laughing. I didn't get half the jokes, yeah, no. because it was a bit over my head. But because my older brothers were laughing, I was going, oh, "That must be funny." No. It's not until you get on, you know, it's it's timeless. So I always had a, 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 to enjoy a good time. Mm. You know, I like a beer, amongst other things. I've been in trouble uh, a lot of times. So, um, but I have always tried to make people comfortable with humour. Mm. I suppose. Yep. Lighten the mood. Lighten the mood. I don't take myself very serious, and I just hate people that take themselves too serious. Yeah, yeah. Stifling. Did you get in trouble heaps as a kid? Were you like, were you a cheeky bastard? Heaps. Yeah. My best. <laughs> one of the one of the worst things. So I'm still known because Christian Brothers Bondi no longer exists, but I was the only student ever to cop. Did you? How old are you, Buck? So you're a bit young. Thirty three. Yeah. So you never got the strap or the cane. No. It was no. outlawed by them. So you still got that. You still got the the corporal punishment. We got, got the letter school. strap. So it was the school Christian Brothers. There was probably two or three brothers left at the time. You got the leather strap. And you got head head hit over the hand. You got it six times. Oh, yeah. I was the only student to get it 12, 12 times because apparently it was against the rules oh, yeah. to get double the whack. Well, you had to wait 24 area. hours. <laughs> Is but that how they worked it out? That's how they worked it out. So you got six across the wrist, this leather strap that was about that thick and about that long. F- it hurt. I bet it did. It would it would um, not cut you, but like bleed. Like lacerate or yeah. you'd be bleeding. After just bang, bang. So there was a park called... Barraclough Park, and down there is a synagogue. Now, Bondi, there's a lot of synagogues, yep. a lot of the Jewish community, um, and we came down to this public park, but there was a synagogue down there, and they said, do not, you bikes have been playing brandings down there, which is arse. Remember arse? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pick Fra- the ball. Tennis ball, pick yeah. the ball, you catch on the full. Mm. You're going great f- games. Yeah, great games. Do not do that. Anyway, couldn't help myself. We went down. Let's go and play. Can't do that. Yes, we can. You know, there's no one in there. So, because it would um, in the reverberate, it, it would <laughs> reverberate in the synagogue. Oh, yeah. While well, this ball's going, ah, laughing, carrying on. Unbeknownst to us, there was some hectic Jewish congregation going on, and I was branding, and then it just slowed down, right? This is, and I just never forget this. I had the ball, and I've thrown it, and there was a fire door, and as the door opened, the world slowed down. The ball is going here. There was this like hectic rabbi from <laughs> from Israel who came over, right? He's and he come had, over specially. Well, no, he was like he was giving this speech, and apparently he was at the front of the uh, synagogue going, "What is going on out there?" And so he went to look himself. Anyway, cut cut long story short. Door open. World slows down. I've thrown a beautiful underarm, Jonty Rhodes like. <laughs> And it's hit him right in the jets. <laughs> <laughs> it's hit him right in the jets. Did you drop him? I've dropped him. 
He's come all the way from Israel. <laughs> but this was like the high high rabbi. Like he had all the fancy yeah, yeah, stuff, robe the, on and stuff. And we bolted. We bolted back to school. <laughs> anyway. Get back. Rabbi was on the ground. <laughs> rabbi was on the ground. <laughs> Groaning Sorry, in your <laughs> And we just bolted. Because I was in year six. Like yeah, I was, right. oh, you got to run. About, I'm a kid. You, yeah, you got to run. I'm like 11. Yeah. yeah. And this man, giant of a man, anyway, get back to school and I was myself because I knew it was going to happen. Anyway, got the teacher at the time, uh, gave me the six and then gave me another six. And I just remember the pain going, oh. don't cry. Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Yeah. Apologise. I, I do apologise to the rabbi. To the rabbi. I hope yeah. he's still with I had us. to write a letter. Oh, really? Yeah. How the f- did you do that with your hand? Well, yeah, it was a left hand. Ah, yeah. There you go. Couldn't so, even read it. <laughs> yeah, I had, to, I had to do it in, uh, what is it, in Hebrew. Yeah, well, that, that would have been nice. Hebrew. That would have been culturally sensitive yeah, for you to have done it. Would have been. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.